Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Merman podcast. This is Katie and I have a very special bonus episode to share with you. Again, I was a guest on Not So Peter Priested with Dusty and Jake and they're so kind as to let me share it here on our platform as well. It was a really fun a really super fun time over there with them, and I just loved every minute of it, so I wanted to share it all with you. So without further ado, enjoy! Uh, so listeners, we have a special guest today, uh, Katie from Not So Molly Mormon. She's Hello. back, and we <laughs> always back. love having her here. I love it! <laughs> we invited her to rage with us today. Rage, 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 rage! <laughs> Uh, and we're, it's early morning for us, so I don't know. Let's start off on a with yeah, a raging note. Yeah, on Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you guys normally record at night? No, uh, it's usually like mid morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. After Dusty's had like five cups of coffee <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like really good and ready to just scream. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had a listener, um, he's like, is that your sound quality has gone way up? Was, did you get a new mic? And I'm like, no, I just make sure it's right up in my face. <laughs> <laughs> we have to be opposites. Mine has to be touching my chin so that I'm not Darth Vader breathing. <laughs> and you have to have yours right there. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm so loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I know. Find, figuring out all those little details as you go, it's like, mm-hmm. it's funny. Yeah, and then you listen to the audio after, and you're like, oh, if I'd only known. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, for a while there, it was because I was drinking coffee while I was recording, and I'd have the microphone out here, and then I'd forget that it was out there. And Anyway. (laughs) Good times. Uh, We're so professional. (laughs) So profesh. Uh, Today... (laughs) <laughs> we are going to, and I've been waiting for the transcript of this because it's just, it's, it's, it's gold. It's the gift that keeps on giving, you know, the church just keeps oh boy. Giving. handing it to us. Yeah. Just like, Oh, content on a platter. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> true. You don't even have to go searching for it. They just hear, hear yeah. here's right into your, right into your space. This, uh, there was a knock on, so, oh no, just kidding. I thought it was the missionaries or something. <laughs> Wrong house. <laughs> anyway. Naked sense. <laughs> <laughs> talking about this. Um, so this is from a BYU devotional, um, which are always a little spicy, but um, it was given by a general authority, 70, Kevin S. Hamilton. And it's called uh-huh. Why a Church? So Why a Church? Yeah. Um, and he he introduces it with this like, I love BYU and this is great and this was my mission and blah blah blah. We don't need to talk about that. Um so uh he says, My remarks today are centered on a simple question. Why a church? Why do we need a church? Especially this church. Yeah, that's a good no! question. I, no. I love that question. Yeah. Why? Why, why a church? <laughs> exactly. Uh, over the years, I've had friends tell me something to the effect, I'm more of a spiritual person, person, not a religious person, or I find my spirituality on my own, not through organized religion. Or one time a friend said to me, my religion is just to be nice to people, to be kind. 
Those are all fabulous. Yeah. What's the problem? Yeah. Yeah. problem so far, right? Because <laughs> they're not giving their money to an organization? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, well, it is good to be kind, and we should be nice, but for a number of reasons, we need an organized church, one that can deliver the blessings of the atonement of Jesus Christ. Uh, I love yeah. that <laughs> Katie just immediately eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're reliant on us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dusty said it right. It's the it's the money. Uh, it's all about the the bottom dollar. Um, mm-hmm. Pew Research on Religious People uh, addressing the topic of those who say they are spiritual but not religious. The Pew Research Center re- recently reported groups that exhibit the highest levels of traditional religious observance are most likely to say they regularly experience a sense of spiritual peace and well-being. Nearly two thirds of religiously affiliated adults say they feel a deep sense of spiritual peace at least once a week. Because it's confirmation bias. Of course they would, because they're going yeah. to church once a week. So that's what they're, oh my God. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, know that's exactly it. And um, I don't know, I keep thinking, like, we're, we're experiencing this whole, like, um, Christian nationalist thing here in America, especially, like, uh, this movement where they think that, like, everything needs to be centered around religion and christ and all this mm-hmm. stuff and it's supposed quote unquote because like their version of christ is not anything of what he would have stood for if you know and um so i think this is just it's just a, perpetuating that yeah Rick. Yeah. yeah i think you're right well and i think too it's like i don't know i've thought about this a lot since leaving the church you think that you're feeling like this spiritual well-being when you're in the church when actually that's just you like having good feelings it's not necessarily like anything affiliated with religion you know yeah soft music and people coming together and you know community yeah a sense of community people who love you and are involved in your life you're going to feel good it's a very like manufactured experience Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and you can you can feel spiritual peace and uh, connection with, like, the world and with God, quote unquote, like, in other ways too, like in right. nature right. and right. Um, like you don't have to have a building to do that. Yeah, standing on top of a mountain is an incredible experience that has nothing to do with the church. Yeah, have you guys been to the Grand Canyon? Oh, I want to no. go so bad. I want to. Yeah, shit. it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've yeah. always wanted to go just to see it. Just yeah. just that magnitude of oh yeah, I want to go someday. Right. I'm going to take my kids someday. Yeah. 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 And like you said, like mountains, like you go on mountains and like you're just like you feel like a sense of um I don't know, just how like small we are compared to the world. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. also even like traveling the world, like you feel mm-hmm. like Oh, we're just like this insignificant little, little piece thing. over land over here. That's like there's so much more out there. And like yeah. when you think about, and then when I'd be like traveling on the on the ship in the ocean, middle of the ocean, you'd be looking out, and there's just water, just complete oh, water okay. everywhere. And yeah. it's wild because you're just like you're just this little dot in this on the world, you know. And it's yeah, you're just a blip. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. I know my favorite thing to do when I go skiing is to like go to like the back country part and just stand and just like it's incre- it's such an incredible feeling of like these massive mountains and you're just this tiny little person on these 
you know, two by fours. <laughs> it's my yeah. favorite feeling in the world. <laughs> Yeah. Not to be dark, but it can be terrifying, too, to think of that, like how just like, oh, I'm out here in the wilderness and it's like I'm all alone and there's, you know, and it's a great experience, but it's also it just like it's terrifying in, in, mm-hmm. in a way, too, which is also. Yeah. Thrilling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So he goes on, of course, in Old Testament times, the church was generally centered in the family. <laughs> And ideally, families, of course, they got to go talk about the family, uh, but they're talking about the traditional family. Not I was like going to say their version are, of family. Yeah. 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 And ideally, families were presided over by loving parents. Think of Adam and Eve or Lehi and Sariah. Oh, barf. <laughs> Lehi and Sariah were fictional. Adam and Eve, most likely fictional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, parables. I don't know. Yeah. If you take the... Like we've talked about, like with your uh, Noah's Ark episode, I always go back to that because it's like if you take all that and also you're <laughs> covering the holes, covering <laughs> the holes episode, like closable holes, closable yep. holes. If you take those literally, it's just like, okay, there's no way any of that would work. The Noah's Ark, no. the fucking little barges, the shit's yeah. rolling around <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, so <laughs> like, no, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it all made up. It absolutely is. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So think of Adam and Eve or Lehi and Sariah with the father serving as the uh, patriarch or spiritual leader. These God. families. Yeah, of course. These families taught the gospel of Jesus Christ and helped one another stay true and faithful to God. OK, but also, like, if you, you take Adam and Eve literally, like, incest is going to happen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. gross and dumb and <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I know. I've asked, I asked this question, I remember, when I was in the church, and they were like, oh, because they were the first people, their DNA was so pure that it couldn't be broken down for multiple. I was like, <laughs> that is such a stretch. What? Their DNA was so pure. Yeah, so they could they could have incest for so many hundreds of years before it would have. I was like, ew. I don't think that's ew. how that works. Ew, David. And also, yeah, ew. <laughs> and also, like, we can use science to explain this part, but not this part. Yeah, no, no. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, just you can choose where it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. just magically appear. Uh, this is why I believe in, well, I go more towards evolution anyway, because it's just, it makes more sense anyway. Like, okay, sure, yeah, God put these two people... <laughs> <laughs> little garden and told them, oh, don't eat that. But you can, mm, you just, just gotta stay stupid and dumb, you know, sweet and innocent. Puts, and a, then... puts a talking snake in there that tempts oh them. Oh my God. I always it's... forgot about the damn snake. Yeah. I'm sorry to people who are Christian listening, but it's, <laughs> it's bonkers. It's people. Really... <laughs> it is. <laughs> when I came home from urgent care with my foot, I was on some pain medication and I had dreams about talking snakes, and I woke up and I was like, I'm done. I will dial it all from here on out. It was not a good night. Yeah, no, thank you. Like, anytime I am, like, on medication that's pretty strong, I always, like, dream about snakes. I think that they, whoever started that story was tripping balls on something. <laughs> Picturing some talking snakes, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was not a good time. <laughs> they were all some good shit. 
in New Testament times, Jesus Christ himself organized a church, even his, his church. As we read in Ephesians, he, he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Why don't they call them pastors in the Mormon church? If they, I if think he's got because them, a pastor yeah. has to be educated in like a seminary. <laughs> that didn't ah. mean to be be funny but that was funny <laughs> <laughs> you were serious but i was like oh that's yeah i mean <laughs> i thought that was a serious question sorry <laughs> but that, cause oh, I, I thought that too like why yeah. but yeah a pastor is like a paid position and they have to like have credentials i think i could be wrong but i think they have to have some sort of credentials go to like an actual um seminary or yeah college for yeah divinity like a, or something you know of yeah. Divinity College. Yeah, exa- exactly. That's the word I was trying to find. <laughs> Whereas uh, in the Mormon church, it's just any old guy can come. You're a plumber? Up. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. All the credentials. Yeah. Please work with these vulnerable, innocent children <laughs> with no background check. Sounds great. Uh, we're gonna what could that. go wrong? <laughs> no offense to plumbers. No offense. That was just like the first. Oh, no. We need plumbers <laughs> in this we world, do. y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely, we do. <laughs> There's a lot of shit in this world. And we need you. <laughs> we need you. Bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yay! I already made <laughs> Dusty kind of spit out her coffee. <laughs> I have goals on every episode, and that's one of them. <laughs> oh man, hurts my nose, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. This reading that scripture makes me think of my mission and just uh, yeah. Anyway, <sighs> anyway, I love that our... we all made the same disgusted face. <laughs> <laughs> in our day, the Church of Jesus Christ was has been again been organized on the earth through the Prophet Joseph Smith, who was Jay called J Dog. <laughs> Using his hat in the stones to. Uh, <laughs> there's another spit. Oh my god. <laughs> J Dog in his hat. Such a weirdo. Also, he might have been tripping balls to write oh, some sure of that he stuff was. that he wrote. Yeah. Me and J Dog on the pain meds. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, but wait. He broke his leg and he didn't use oh. medication. Oh, I broke my foot and I'm like, gimme. Give me the drugs. <laughs> I need them. I need them. I have two children. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very tired. <laughs> uh, it was a restoration of the New Testament church, complete with apostles and prophets, but not pastors, apparently, and with Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Uh. And also, you guys made a good... Who made it? Was it your last episode? Mm-hmm. You talk about garments? And like, okay. Oh yeah, how Jesus suddenly never... appeared. Like Jesus, Jesus was just showing a nipple, and like, <laughs> yeah. and uh, fucking yeah, we're and a beard, and, and long hair, and long and... hair, and yeah, no, no garments no, were no, no garments. not That's even always... in like the Book of Mormon. But then all yeah. of a sudden, it's like we need these, and they need to have Masonic symbols on them. Yeah. Okay, J Dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, it always kind of bugged me, even as a as a Mormon, a practicing Mormon, I was like, why do we, where did these even come from? I know. <laughs> like, I hated wearing garments. I hated it. 
but the question remains, why do we need a church? Mm-hmm. Uh, why isn't it enough for me to simply worship God directly on a beach or a mountaintop like we were talking about? Exactly. Why? Why? Oh, God, I'm already getting mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gets, it gets much better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why do I need the intermediary of a church? The First Presidency teaches that Jesus Christ established his church to enable individuals and families to do the work of salvation and exaltation. Uh, in addition, they tre- teach that the church provides priesthood authority and keys, covenants and ordinances, culty shit, um, pro- prophetic <laughs> directions, scriptures, uh, gospel learning and teaching support, service and leadership opportunities, a community of saints. So you can't. The authority, the uh, priesthood key, barf. If yeah. you don't have the priesthood, these men in power, you can't get blessed or you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. The benefits of the gospel. Mm. Uh, I hate it so much. Independency. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And patriot. But to get those keys, you gotta give them their money. So. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It all circles back. <laughs> Uh, the church is not just a social club. I disagree because <laughs> it's a culture thing. It's not just. It's more social than anything else. Oh, it completely dictates your entire life. It's absolute. Oh, it's it's that's the culture. I don't like the culture. I like the church. Well, the culture is a byproduct of the church. So the culture is the church. Yeah, it's yeah. that way because of the teaching of the church. So yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the church is not just a social club, although we certainly enjoy being together, and it is also not just a humanitarian organization, although we also do plenty of that kind of service. Oh. Oh, they don't? No, they don't. <laughs> God, they love to say that, though, don't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, these, these missionaries that go on humanitarian aid missions, but they're paying for their mission. Yeah, the church does so much. So, so much. So much. So much. I mean, it's more than we do. It's just so... <laughs> They're so, so precious and powerful. Yeah, yeah. Nobody does humanitarian aid like we do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The Church of Jesus Christ is how we come to Christ. It is his church. It teaches his doctrine. It provides his ordinances and covenants. You know what? This is like, (laughs) I I imagine uh, hearing this as someone that is Christian and you like hear the church being like, we're the real, we're the only way to really get to Christ. All of them mm-hmm. are probably like, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah, so absolutely. I don't have your priesthood or like your weird little rules. I mm-hmm. supposedly uh-huh. am not a follower of Christ. Like, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, actual Christians actually do follow Christ's teachings and like put him at the center of their life. And Mormons are like, Joseph Smith, the temple. <laughs> and lots of other christian churches do actually like do real humanitarian aid without like wanting to convert people as well yeah Yeah. tons of volunteer hours and Mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's no ulterior motives to it they just want to do good it's not a check mark in their personal progress book (laughs) still on that i'm still on that sorry (laughs) oh boy (laughs) (sighs) Uh, we can think of the church using the analogy of a pres- prescription drug capsule. The what? church is. <laughs> Just wait. The church... I perked right up. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, drugs. Let's go. <laughs> uh, the church 
<laughs> capsule and the atonement of Jesus Christ is the medicine delivered inside the capsule. The church <laughs> delivers the blessings, the atonement of Christ to its members who are faithful disciples of Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's so stupid. So you can't get the medicine any other way. <laughs> that the only capsule. vaccines exa- existed or. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hate it. Uh, through the ordinances and covenants made available by Jesus Christ through his church, we can bind or yoke or con- or connect ourselves to him. That sounds terrible. I hate the yoke thing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hate it so much. It is something that you use on a bur- a beast of burden. Oh, so yeah. it is this horrible, hard thing that we have to push ourselves. Like, God damn it. And I feel like it's always used, like, I only hear it in this religious context. Where it's yes. Yoke yourself to da-da-da-da. And it's like, yeah. oh, no. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. No thanks. <laughs> thanks. No thanks. <laughs> uh, a covenant is a sacred agreement between you and Heavenly Father. With infinite, infinite love and desiring your great happiness, He sets conditions <laughs> for each covenant. <laughs> oh, yeah, He does that unconditional love with conditions. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. Read the, read the fine print. It's just like, you know, you would think this God, he's all powerful and knows everything. Like, why, if he really loved all of us, why would he be like, okay, like, I want you to come back and live with me, but you have to go to, through this specific, super obscure church. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Where it's like, no. you have to attend in this building and, like, do these mm-hmm. little rituals. Like, well, because as you said, God is a petty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's my I mean. Favorite. <laughs> yeah. There's the answer. <laughs> Mormon God is a petty bitch. Yeah. It's true, though. Yeah, like, I, I just, they're so high up of their themselves, and yeah. it's less than, like, 1% of yeah. the population of the world. What A God who loves his children is like, mm, but just these ones. Yeah, they're the ones that can get back to me. Like, how about we just fuck off all of Asia, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not, they don't even, yeah. it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's wild to me. And Very like, arrogant, yeah. And if you explain that to, like, Christian people, they're like, I'm sorry, your God rips families apart unless you do this A, B, C, D. Like, what God, what benevolent God is going to rip families apart? Yeah. Right? It doesn't it make it make sense. I know. He's a loving parent. If you accept and live the covenant, he will bless you. A covenant is meant to be binding, to create an everlasting connection. Hmm. Uh, an ordinance is a sacred physical act that shows God you accept his covenant. It must be performed by someone with the priesthood, of course. Of For course. example, when you were baptized, you showed that you were willing to follow Jesus Christ and take upon yourself his name at eight years old when you were able to consent. But it's fine. Yes. <laughs> pressured into it. Pressured into yeah. Child. Zero informed consent. Also, you're a child. You can't make a yeah. binding contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes on with the baptism stuff. At baptism, you entered his path, and you continue on this straight and narrow path. As you keep your bati- the baptismal covenants, make additional covenants in the house of the Lord, and then keep them. Uh, if he says covenants, how many times does he say, 
Shit. If you had drinking... Take a shot every yeah, time he says confidence. <laughs> yeah. Dude is obsessed. All right. Those covenants guide your journey like signposts on a path. This is like that, uh, the Cairns, you know? Cairns. Mm, Cairns. <laughs> uh, that's why we sometimes call it the covenant path. Returning to God is a process of receiving ordinances and making and keeping covenants with him. Like you were saying, the ABCD, just do, do yeah. these things, but it's only a certain amount of people. Just a very, very tiny little it's like, VIP. It's In like his- a parent. Like, Dusty, would you tell your kids, like, okay, you need to do these very specific things in order for me to love you. And also, you have to go through this other man. You can't talk or work through directly to me. You have to yeah. like, go through this. Like, Could you the- imagine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will love you, but you have to go talk to your father. And then your father's going to come talk to me. And then I'll let him know that I if love I you. If I love you. Yeah. Like, if you did it right. No, I'm sorry. No. no. I'm obsessed with my children. I scoop them up and tell them I love them a million times a day to the point where they're like, Mom, get away. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jake, you were going to say something and I, I went No, off. you're fine. Well, in like history, historically, like what about all the people in the Middle Ages that didn't, you know, like know. the Dark Ages that didn't hear anything about Jesus? Oh, but Jake, that's temple work. That's why we need hundreds of temples because <laughs> we're going to find those names uh, of the Dark yeah. Ages where they couldn't even keep records because nobody right? could write. And then also uh, like prehistoric prehistoric stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, that's another point. Like, okay, yeah. so I'll fuck all them, I guess. I don't know because they were. Cause, yeah, they didn't have records, maybe, uh, or didn't write. Yeah, didn't have the name, like Dusty was just saying, to say yeah. temples. Like, Ugh, that's what the millennium is for, right? The when we're doing all the when we're supposed to be doing just temple work all the time, which sounds awful. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> but we go back to remember Joseph Smith's brother never went through the temple, but he's still in the celestial kingdom because he had good intentions of his heart. So all those prehistoric people are going to be good intentions of their heart. Like it's such a but, it's, but it's it's fucking like, bullshit. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because now in current day, if people have good intentions of their heart, but they're not Mormon. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. You hit the cutoff of 1830-whatever, and now, <laughs> yeah. now you must. Now you must. Like Gandalf, <laughs> you shall not, not pass. pass. 1830, <laughs> boom. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You were born in 1831. Mm-mm. No. Pay your money. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, because God works through covenants. Uh, okay. Because God works through covenants, he refers, refers to us as a covenant people or even children of the covenant. I hate that so much. That's so cold. Oh, the, I hate it so much. Um, born into the covenant, that phrase too, where you're, no, you're I your was born still, under the covenant. So you're, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and it was such a like, hire like friends mm. whose parents had joined after they were born oh they weren't born under the covenant oh it's too bad oh. Oh. Mm. God. Uh, president russell m nelson has tried to help us understand this as our true identity mm. Mm. they're all about they're all about identity when it like 
about them. <laughs> when, like, when they're telling you what your identity is, then yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. The you cannot choose your own. No. Yeah. When you identify be... as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, that's a great identity, but yeah. nothing else. No, no, your nothing else. Is, you know, eh. <laughs> must that's be me. binary. <laughs> it must be what you were born as on your certificate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when Moroni in the Book of Mormon says... <laughs> In the, uh, I can't take it seriously. Anyway, when Moroni <laughs> in the Book of Mormon says, Yay, come unto Christ and be perfected in him, this is how we do it. We make and keep sacred covenants, and as we do so, we are drawn to him. We bind ourselves to him. Uh, we connect with him, which sounds kind of kinky. <laughs> uh, his covenants are found in his church. They are delivered through priesthood ordinances. The Savior invites us. Come unto me, all ye that labor, of course, and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Yoke, again. My yoke. <laughs> his yoke is easy, and his burden is light. Not is over that? easy, yoke. <laughs> 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 that I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just realized, we giggle and laugh over, like, Moroni, but, like, we fully take Gandalf seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like, we will not speak the black tongue in Rivendell. Like we would just we would never do that because Gadoff you know. Okay. <laughs> I just really I had a dream last night that I played Moroni in a play. I just oh. remembered that just now. Oh my god, did you take oh. some painkillers before bedtime, Katie? No. <laughs> Oh, that was that was That's weird. wild. I don't, I don't remember the details, but I remember that happening. Oh, yikes! <laughs> wow. The the brainwashing conditioning runs deep. Mm-hmm. It really it really does. <laughs> yeah. Really does. <laughs> Uh, Jesus Christ is not just some distant or remote being looking down on us and cheering us on. Then what is he? Oh, he's helping us find keys. <laughs> <laughs> He is with the, he is with us every step along the way, mm-hmm. every step on the covenant path. To Enoch, the Lord simply said, "Walk with me." In other words, I will be with you on your journey. I am there for you. I just think it too, like um, as I'm going through this, like as a person listening to it, I'd be as if I were Mormon, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, this is great, so profound." You know, every time, like every time you hear these yeah. talks, it's like you would think I try to put myself into that position again i'm like yeah i would probably be like oh yeah this is really good mm-hmm. oh yeah this is making me feel super uplifted yeah and now yeah. we're just like what in the hell yeah. <laughs> we're now all i see is alexis rose and really nice shoes walking <laughs> the covenant path like <laughs> Ew. 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 <laughs> Ew, david <laughs> <laughs> Uh, God's great purpose, his objective, and what he calls his work and glory is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of his children. This is quite a statement. We are taught immortality is to live forever with a resurrected physical body. Eternal life or exaltation is to become like God and live in his presence eternally as families. I remember the teaching that in the – oh, and he goes on. Immortality is a free gift. There are no conditions. Um, so – yeah, but you're just going to be in stripped from your family and cast away yeah. and, and live for like they make it seem like everybody gets immortality. But in their mindset, like you're going to be punished forever. Yeah, 
They leave that little bit yeah. out. No, we legitimately teach that in the mission. Like that was like uh, everybody's going to live forever. Everybody's going to get a resurrected body, but it's just you have to do these things to be an exalted body, to be a different, be, be above kingdom. everybody else. Yeah, to be able to have spirit children. Otherwise, you have no. You're going to be a Barbie doll and not be able to have your yeah. spirit children, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm just picturing the, the no genitals. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your when your resurrected body won't be able to isn't that what it was? Only people in the celestial kingdom would yeah. be able to like procreate and have spirit children. But yeah. if you weren't, you wouldn't be able to. I've heard them called the TK smoothies. Because <laughs> you're all smooth down there if you're <laughs> one of the kingdoms that start with a T. <laughs> <laughs> find out after this life (laughs) you'll find out later (laughs) go look at your barbie dolls and see (laughs) Uh, (laughs) eternal life on the other hand is a conditional gift it is conditioned on making and keeping covenants with god (sighs) eternal life or exaltation as j-dog referred to it is our (laughs) ultimate destiny not just to return to live with god but ultimately to become like him See, this is that slippery little, oh, you, oh, no, but you're not actually going to become a god. Like, can we? <laughs> yeah. Didn't they so... just say that they don't believe that? Like, that they... oh, we never said that. We never <laughs> said you can't be like God and you get more, you get more plants and stuff. That. That's not something we said. But <laughs> he just said. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah, because they totally believe that. They totally teach that. That's like the whole point is to be yeah. like God, to be a god. And to have your wives and populate some planet. Like, that's the whole thing. But they, that's it the sounds so thing. weird. Mm-hmm. They try to, like, backtrack. Like, yeah. Like, oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. You're not going to get your own planet. Then where does the gods, where? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How does this work, then? <laughs> uh. oh, I love the backpedaling. It's just so, it's just so funny to me to be like, all these things that we were taught for so many years. And they're like, that's really weird. Let's just reel that back in. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. Uh, as we make and keep sacred covenants and receive priesthood ordinances such as baptism, confirmation, and temple ordinances, we gradually put off the natural man and progress through the eternities <sighs> until we become <laughs> we both side at the same time. <laughs> until we ultimately become even as he is. These covenants and ordinances are only found in his church. Hmm. Again. Mm-hmm. The elite so, church, yeah. Yep. Do, they, do you think they have bottle service though? Uh, in the Celestial Kingdom? Yeah. You just have what? Bottle service with Martinelli's? Jesus turned water into wine, but it was actually just grape juice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Lots uh, of grape juice bottle service in the Celestial Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Diet Coke in the Celestial Kingdom. I only drink VIP bottle service of grape juice. Mm-hmm. 
I was still thinking of the <laughs> come back to Shit's Creek. Uh, <laughs> um, it Moira, all comes back with, to Shit's Creek in here. <laughs> Moira with her that wine, the vintner, the oh the oh I wish I could say it, but the her whole commercial thing, you know, and she's like oh, yeah. can't get the names right. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway. Oh, so good. Uh, because of his great love for his children and his desire that they receive all he has, the Lord has commanded us to gather together. From the Book of Mormon, we read, And the church did meet together oft to fast and to pray and to speak one with another concerning the welfare of their souls. And they did meet together oft to partake of bread and wine. Uh-uh. Bread and grape juice. Bread and water. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Bread and water. Right. Martinelli's every time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the sa- the sacrament is a priesthood ordinance that occurs weekly. Each Sabbath day, we come to a dedicated meeting house somewhere in the world, and under the keys of a, a bishop, worship, sing, pray, and partake of the sacrament. In that ordinance, we renew or refresh all of our baptismal and temple covenants. We rededicate ourselves to keeping those, these covenant promises. Ugh. It's so dumb that, like, yeah, I don't know. In my head, it's just like, well, why... It wouldn't. It doesn't make sense. Like during COVID, they didn't have to like go to a physical building, but yeah. that now he's saying like you have to like come together under your bishop in order to like yeah act, like fulfill this covenant or whatever. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it's again, it's that very much of like picking and choosing mm-hmm. of what they say, and like oh, don't look over here. Yeah, yeah. COVID's over, so it doesn't it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. That was a that was still three years ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I love how many people left the church because During of COVID because they weren't yeah. forced to go in and then they mm-hmm. could think about what they were actually like believing in and they were like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The yeah. best meme I feel like that came out of that whole situation was like, oh, I can't wait for COVID to be over so the Mormons can get back to healing the sick. That's <laughs> 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 uh, 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 like yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, let's see. And through this process of regular gathering and participation in the sacrament ordinance, we change. <sighs> we become transformed over time, even as a new creature in Christ. New creature. <laughs> Just last week, in this devotional setting, Elder Neil L. Anderson of the Quorum of the Twelve. I, there's a lot of names. I, I barely remember him, but anyway, um, he said, we need the ordinances and covenants we remember and renew each week as we take the sacrament. Our faith grows and develops as we regularly, consistently work to develop, uh, work to build our discipleship along with others who are as committed as we are. <sighs> but it's also just a show. Like, you know, yeah. like the sacrament is just like... Like, it's a public forum to say I'm just as good as you, or to say, oh, mm, Katie oh, didn't take the sacrament today. She didn't take it. I wonder what's going on. What, what's going she on with Katie? Right. Mm. She probably just that means she got a little heavy petting. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Necking and petting. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hate that phrase. <laughs> oh, I know. It's great. So gross. Uh, this is the plan of our Heavenly Father for his children to help them realize their full divine potential. This is how we come to Christ. This is how we enter and stay on the covenant pathway. The Church of Jesus Christ enables us to come to Christ. It's just how you stay brainwashed. 
because you yeah. have to keep going. I want you to well, stay brainwashed and keep giving me your money. So you have yeah. to keep coming. Yeah. They're so like an author from like the early 1900s that got paid per word. So they just keep. The Lord's Church is led and directed by his apostles, just as it was in the New Testament times, because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Actually, he's not, apparently, because he just changes his fucking mind every goddamn minute. Yeah! (laughs) He's not the same. And if you say he's the same, explain all the changes, then. (laughs) Explain the new temple changes. (laughs) The new temple changes. We need to do a whole episode on that. I'm so fired up. Uh, his plan has not changed, but it, <laughs> anyway. You yeah, know but what? It, has. it really has, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. In 1978, yeah. it completely changed for black people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and suddenly, yeah. I mean, polygamy, that's also, yeah. he was changed. He changed his fucking mind on that, which I'm glad mm-hmm. he did, but like, you know. <laughs> Every, okay. But he won't change his mind about uh, gay people. And transgender people, because that's no. just way yeah. too much change. Much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and how they potentially lose their um, charitable status, and then suddenly yeah, there'll be a then revolution. HF oh. is gonna be like, guess what? I'm cool with the <laughs> gays now. I love gay <laughs> people. They're the best. <laughs> Rainbow flag. Like, yes, gays. Like these corporations during Pride, they're like, yay, gay. Hi, gays. <laughs> <laughs> I am rainbow packaging. <laughs> and it's like, it's like nope done <laughs> <laughs> they'll have Moroni on the top of the temples have a pride flag for the month of June <laughs> they'll be like okay now I'll take that down <laughs> June only gay people would be allowed through the temple that's just one oh, time thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man <laughs> Uh, his church exists so that he can accomplish his objective to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of his children. Uh, now, now we so that can accumulate billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we, the general authorities and leaders of the church, love you, uh, care deeply about you. We're grateful for your faith and goodness. Furthermore, your heavenly Father and your Savior Jesus Christ loves you with a perfect, even infinite love, but has conditions. In that spirit of love and appreciation, could I share a few? No. Could I share a few observations <laughs> with you? <laughs> These are just a few things. I thought you were done. Bitch. <laughs> I would definitely be the kid in this thing that would be like, damn it. I know, it's like, oh, it sounds like he's about to go. Yeah. Be done. <sighs> oh, I got to go. My Uber's here. Yeah. <laughs> Start zipping up your scriptures and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh that's awkward. Uh, keep okay. writing notes. But I keep making my notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, these are just a few things that I have observed as I have traveled around the church and have met with members of the church because I'm so traveled, so well traveled. Oh, I just go everywhere. I go to even Africa where they're like less um, fortunate than you guys are. So how do you I say Ibiza? I've been to Ibiza. Yeah. <laughs> I go, go to. The, I'm a white. Remember when? Uh, world. Was it? Rusty, he went to Kenya and he told them to pay their tithing if they wanted yeah. to get out of poverty. <laughs> yeah. Oh! Yeah, it's just like, oh, okay. Cool. Oh, God. What a concept. 
my first observation, uh, I have heard some who would try to decouple or disconnect Jesus Christ from his church and his apostles by saying things like, I follow Jesus, not the church, or I follow the Savior, not the apostles. Oh, how dare they? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. There's, I'm going to make sure. It's like They're coming for those progressive Mormons that yeah. are like, don't agree with some of the things the apostles say. They're flat yeah. out coming for them. Like, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to say, to those who say this, I would simply say, it's just not possible. You cannot accept Jesus Christ and reject his church or his authorized messengers. You cannot separate Jesus Christ from the church of Jesus Christ. Oh my God. You can't yeah. separate him from his messengers i thought sometimes they were just speaking as men though but apparently mm. not oh no yeah it's you have to pick and choose when they do that They're, yeah but, the yeah. hats they need the hats yeah. yeah yeah i wonder how the pope feels about the fact that um only the apostles are you mm. have to accept the apostles in order to you know have that relationship yeah, with god you can't have a personal relationship with christ you have to have it through the apostles, the Mormon apostles. Oh, the Catholics are going to be mad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, what's his name? What's like Brad that talked about how every other, all the other churches. That I know his name. They're playing. I hate it. Uh, God taught this to the Nephites in the Book of Mormon. Um, okay, blessed did are he you. Know? Did he know? <laughs> and Gandalf showed the hobbits, the eagles, and how to call. It's this wonderful land of make believe. <laughs> uh, blessed are ye if ye shall give heed unto the words of these twelve, whom I have chosen from among you to minister unto you and to be your servants. That's literally the only part that you'd hear, like about the 12 apostles in the Book of Mormon, though. Yeah. Like, if it really was, like, Christ's thing, then it would have been, like, all throughout all over. the Book of Mormon. They would have called, <laughs> like, President Nephi <laughs> and First Counselor Samuel and... and the coffer of gold back in the, you know, that they would have been yeah. away <laughs> in a little cave over well, there. <laughs> whatever later <laughs> his little lamb and be like this is one tenth of my flock <laughs> I'm dying at President Nephi <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't have a middle initial <laughs> oh yeah oh no President Nephi E. Fakerton This is from the Nephite account, actually J-Dog's account, of the Sermon (laughs) on the Mount. One of the most famous sermons in the Bible, yet, so he just took it from the Bible. He just plagiarized it. Copy and paste. (laughs) But he, like, he, like, backed it up a little bit with, like, an extra, extra few words. it's like when... You're in like, high school and someone asks to, yeah, someone has to like <laughs> copy your essay and you're like, sure, just change a few words so we don't just get change. in trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Roman, you need to use Helvetica. <laughs> yeah, change the names a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the real version because it says and instead of or there. Okay. <laughs> verily, yeah. verily. Oh, there's two barely. Two so, barely. Man, those, 
dang Bible prophets forgot to put that other verily in there, so they got to put it in there. Yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Celestial Jesus. We have Joseph Smith's translation. He was yeah. up at his pulpit, and they didn't have microphones, so he said verily and realized that nobody was paying attention. He was like, hey, verily. <laughs> I said verily. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yet in the Book of Mormon version, Christ adds a very clear teaching, emphasizing the role of the Twelve to make sure the Nephites know to whom they should look. Oh. It is simply not possible to completely follow the Savior without following his church. Oh you my cannot God. come to Christ without coming to his church, and you cannot come to his church without accepting his prophets. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow, black and white. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when people come yeah. to tell us, like, no, you don't have to, like, follow all the rules. You don't have to follow what the prophets say. Uh, yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> Doubling down on it, yeah. Yeah. Your apostle that we have to accept said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. All right, another observation. The Lord's Church is an, is one of order and organization. It is organized into geographic wards and stakes. We do not choose which ward to attend. There is no bishop shopping or ward hopping in God's Oh, for gym. fuck's sake. <laughs> bishop shopping or ward hopping. <laughs> <laughs> Katie coming in off with the, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> church if it's the same church if it's the same church yesterday today and forever what does it matter which one you go to isn't that the whole thing doesn't matter if you go to your home ward or if you go to a ward six countries away it's the same if it really is about the sacrament and like the covenant thing then who cares where you're getting it who cares yeah (laughs) exactly so stupid we simply attend in the ward in which we live and serve to the best our abilities Every once in a while, I hear someone say something like, I don't like my ward. It is unfriendly. <laughs> or sometimes, I don't get much out of sacrament meeting. I am not sure why I even go. Well, yeah. Because yeah. they're mm-hmm. beating me down. <laughs> <Why is> that <laughs> time? Yeah. <laughs> oh. But a ward is not about what you can get, but what you can give. Oh, of course. Again. That, again. that, there it is. Yep. There it is. <laughs> there it is. It's your fault if you're unhappy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, it is the laboratory in which we learn the gospel and learn to love and serve one another. Laboratory. Okay. Consider the oh response of, <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's it where download all your programming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. good point. Uh, consider the response of President Spencer W. Kimball when someone asked him, what do you do if you find yourself caught in a boring sacrament meeting? Like, literally every Sunday. <laughs> oh, I mean, my oh, sister and I played MASH a lot. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. I love that. <laughs> All our young listeners will be like, what? <laughs> oh, That's how you told the future children. That's how you knew you were going to marry and live in an apartment that was better than a patriarchal blessing, okay? Come on. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Work too. Yeah. <laughs> really, I mean, I didn't end up with, like, you know, Kevin from Boxer Boys, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> There's still hope. I think oh I'm too god. young for him, though. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> like, you know, oh, yeah. Uh, and then I saw a thing where it was like they flipped it and they're like, maybe women just get tired of him at 24. Did we yeah. think about that? The older women get their <laughs> way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> they outgrow him and they're like, ow. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to play with you anymore. Um. <laughs> like, I'm ready to be a real grown-up now, so we're going to... Sorry, honey. Uh, President Kimball thought a moment, then replied, I don't know, I've never been in one. <sighs> Jesus, fuck. Uh, <laughs> years of church... son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Knowing full well, he has dotted off in a meeting at some point. Oh, guaranteed. Uh, President Kimball had undoubtedly been to many meetings where people had read their talks, spoken in monotone, or given travelogues instead of teaching doctrine. But most likely, President Kimball was teaching that he did not go to sacrament meeting to be entertained. He went to worship the Lord, renew his covenants, and be taught from on high. But you're the the fucking prophet, so, like, of course. Wait. (laughs) He just God. has like an inner dialogue, like him and God are just like having yeah. a chat, chitty chat chat, and he's yeah. like telling him all the shit. That's like, um, so yeah, like this dude that's like giving his talk right now definitely looks like pornography. Mm, <laughs> let me tell you, girl. <laughs> and he's like, and cracking he's like, jokes. what? He's like, oh, what? <laughs> Keep spilling all the tea. <laughs> all the tea. And so he's like fully <laughs> entertaining. entertaining. Yeah. yeah. He's the audience, too. and he's like, Jake, Jake, right there. Mm-hmm. Gay. <laughs> Power of discernment. <laughs> you didn't need it before that, but you know it's fine. <laughs> Obvious. Uh, let's see. <sighs> Occasionally, we're almost. Let's see. Mhm. Yep. Uh, put up my script. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. Let's see. Occasionally, I've heard people say that those who serve in the first presidency in the Quorum of the Twelve are only human and are capable of making mistakes. While it is true that we are all fallible human beings, the safety net for all of us is the council system that we use at every level of the church. The council system. Okay, so so they are fallible, but they're not. But they're not. Yeah. Because there's checks and balances. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have these, like, counselors. So. Because have you ever had, have you ever gone to the bishop with a problem? And he's like, "Mm, let me counsel and make sure that I'm giving you. No, we just, like, spews off, like, oh, don't take the sacrament for three weeks and fast and pray and we'll chit chat in a month. Yeah. 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 Such bullshit. It's such bullshit. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, decisions in the Lord's Church always require a unanimous council. Uh, in the general handbook we read, all members of the First Presidency and Quorum of the Twelve Apostles are prophets, seers, and revelators. Together they form the Council of the First Presidency and Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. Uh, under the direction of the Lord and by a unanimous voice, this council has authority to declare and interpret doctrine and establish policy for the Church. Uh, when the First Presidency and the Quorum of the Twelve speak in unity, they speak on behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ. Only when they speak in unity, though. So if they were insane, um, I tend to wonder uh, some of these meetings, though, that they have. Like, I wonder, like, there's glimpses, like I've seen of, like, uh, like Dieter Fugdorf. I think that he, like, has a little bit of more 
quote unquote radical ideas. Like I think so, yeah. He's a little more liberal, and then yeah. um, so I'm wondering if like there's a lot of pushback in those meetings, and then they just kind of have to be like, well, you don't get to say that. So because what? Yeah, what, you're outnumbered. Yeah. Yeah, majority rules or whatever. This See. is what pisses me off about this whole like counseling with God and stuff. So when I was first, like when I was 18. And I was engaged to my ex. Like, we ended up having sex, right? And so I went to my bishop, and he was like, he had this plan of, like, how I could, like, repent and blah, 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 blah. But his bishop said, you have to get married or you'll get excommunicated because he had gone through the temple. So it was on me. I had to marry him or his celestial whatever was on the line. That's so how up. Like, how is that a unanimous, like, God's right. telling me through my bishop, no, it's fine. Here's the steps of repentance. But his bishop is saying, if you don't marry that girl, you get excommunicated. Oh, my God. Mm. And that's yeah. always, yeah. that was, like, one of the things that, like, and, and nobody, they were like, why did you get married? You didn't have to. Yes, I absolutely did, because his celestial, right. you know, exaltation was on the line, and it was my job to make sure that, like, yeah, where's the That's, consistency? There's no consistency. And there's like, no consistency. If all, if all these men can supposedly communicate with God, yeah. especially even like the high up ones, it's like, yeah. why Why wouldn't God just tell them very clearly all the same thing? Like, why yeah. are they all getting different ideas, right? It's like, yeah, exactly. And like, even my parents would be like, you didn't have to get married. And I'm like, but I did. Like, it was my fault. I would ruin somebody's life. So it's just it's very when they talk about like the consistency and God speaks to his his prophets and his no he doesn't obviously because he told me one thing and he told him a completely mm-hmm. different thing and that's what yeah. drives me absolutely crazy about this whole we have councils and we counsel with God no you don't it's yeah. just whatever you feel like in the moment and it depends right. on the bishop yeah God's just like the worst communicator in the world <laughs> and just wants like, to confuse everybody and create chaos <laughs> and he's like tell Dusty it's fine and then he's like tell her fiance it's not fine let's just watch let's just see what happens he's like a producer of a reality show he's just like absolutely yes. yeah oh, let's see which drama. way it goes does she does she live with guilt for the rest of her life because she ruined his life or does she marry the asshole that abuses her. Let's see what happens. What a fun <laughs> oh. Doesn't matter. I, I lost either way, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, let's see. Another comment that I hear from time to time, especially on social media, is be the change, as in I will be the change. You know, as in I will stay in the church and work for change from within. So oh. How does this square with the invitation to simply be the humble followers of Christ? <gasps> oh my God! Wow, they are uh, calling all these progressive Mormons so hardcore. Yeah, yeah. I have oh. families said that that they they're going to try oh, yeah. and change things in their ward, and I'm like, they don't they don't want so, you. They don't. They want you to hurt. be humble servants. Humble yeah, followers of Christ. Yeah. Shut up and do what you're told, and stop yeah. making waves. Yeah. Especially if you're a woman. Like, if you're a woman that wants to try and make changes within the church, <laughs> good luck. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they don't want to hear that. Yeah. Uh, besides true change, the kind of change that makes a difference in the eternities comes from within. We change our hearts and minds, and then our circumstances change. We repent, and then we change. 
Rusty uh, has taught this frequently. Uh, when Jesus asks you and me to repent, he is inviting us to change our mind, our knowledge, our spirit, even the way we breathe. Ooh. He's asking us to change the way we love, think, serve, spend our time, treat our wives, teach our children, and even care for our bodies. Ew, I hate it. Yeah. Gross. That's gross. Like, so change basically everything, everything about, about yourself. You yeah. need to change it. Yeah, you're not good enough the way you are. You have to be. But then they also talk about being like, uh, like you sing that primary song, I'm a child of God, and he loves me no matter what. And then they, but then they go through all these things like, oh, he loves you no matter what, as long as you're this, 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 and you do these things, and you're, you know, like, and you don't do these things, and you do that, you know, like, but yeah. you're still a child of God. You got to just change everything about you and make yourself the way we want you to be, and then you'll be okay. He's the most, like, manipulative, abusive, narcissistic parent ever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it just crushes me so much as a parent to be, like, to think of, like, taking my three-year-old who loves wearing dresses and being, like, "Mm, I'm only going to love you if you wear pants and dinosaur t-shirts. Like, it's just crushing. You got to play with boy toys, not. Yeah. As if toys have a gender. Or or else I won't. I won't love you. Yeah. yeah. You're still my not... child. You're always yeah. my child. I'm going to but... feed you and I'm going to make sure you. that you get to school, but I'm not going to tuck you in at night and I'm not going to do story time with you because like, can you imagine it's, would you put it like in a, yeah. in an actual scenario? It's such bullshit. It's horrible. Yeah. It is yeah. really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I occasionally meet people who feel that it is their duty to point out what they see as shortcomings or failings of the Lord's church. They feel that they are loyal to the Savior, but opposed to a certain teachings of his church. President Dallin Homophobe Oaks has addressed this. Uh, some, of, some who use personal reasoning or wisdom to resist prophetic direction give themselves a label borrowed from elected bodies, the loyal opposition. However appropriate for a democracy, there's no warrant for this concept in the government of God's kingdom where questions are honored, but opposition is not. So you cannot oppose them. So personal revelation does not exist. Unless it aligns with what the the apostles say. Yeah. Okay, so you guys got your screenshots ready that I gave oh, yeah. I gave them homework a little bit, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I studied. Um, Where is it? There. Oh. So okay. this portion. Um, as I visit with members across the church, I sometimes hear things like, "I don't support the church's policy on you fill in the blank," or "I don't agree with the way the church does this or that." Could I suggest an alternative approach? Substitute the word Savior or Lord or Jesus Christ in place of the church, as in I don't support the Savior's policy on, again, you fill in the blank, or I don't agree with the way Jesus Christ does this or that. Because <laughs> they're one and the same. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Katie, you want to read one of your – or you can read both of them. or, But when you do it, replace the um, – the church. The church with the Savior or the Jesus Savior, Christ. Or Jesus Christ. Oh, um, and, and also if it says the Mormon church or like anything like that. With Jesus Christ. Okay. And do I just read the highlighted parts? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Jesus Christ owns U.S. properties valued at nearly $16 billion and ranks the and ranks among the nation's top private landholders. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Okay. And here's the second one. 
Jesus Christ's role in defeating the Equal Rights Amendment has been documented by historians. Jesus Christ illegally used church pulpits, buildings, and deceptively named grassroots groups to enlist supporters against the amendment. Jake, this is brilliant. (laughs) That is so, oh my God. I love that so much. (laughs) Oh, you did what he said. You did what he said. (laughs) Okay, here's mine. Jesus Christ donates 10 million to help house Salt Lake City's homeless and needy. Okay, pretty good. In late March, Jesus Christ completed an ambitious project, a mega mall built for about $2 billion. The City Creek or City Creek Center stands across the street from the face iconic Salt Lake Temple. Good job, Jesus Christ. Good job, Jesus. Yeah. Built a temple. Oh. <laughs> You're not a temple mall. Oh, oh my God. All right, That's I amazing. <laughs> I love it. Uh Jesus Christ is under investigation by the California Fair Political Practices Commission because of a complaint about Jesus's campaign ca- tactics filed by the anti-prop eight group Californians Against Hate. Ah! <laughs> 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 when you put it that way, it's like, Jesus, I know. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, oh, you can't separate the church from but you can't, the church. Yeah. Right. So, okay. Here's another one. Three children who were sexually abused by their father are accusing a Utah state legislator and a prominent Salt Lake City law firm of conspiring with Jesus Christ to cover up the abuse, allowing it to go on for years. Oh, oh, Oh. this is my favorite thing. Yeah. (laughs) Top five ever. Yeah. You are a genius. Uh, let's see. In a court filing in Cochise County, Arizona, uh, made public Wednesday, the children of the late Paul Adams asked a judge for permission to add Republican state rep Merrill F. Nelson and lawyer law firm Curtin McConkey as defendants in their lawsuit against Jesus Christ. Why The suit accuses the savior of failing to notify police or child welfare officials that Adams was abusing his oldest daughter. Oh, my oh, Brilliant. Oh. Oh. <laughs> do you think that's exactly what he meant for us to do? Because that is just so. Well, that's what he just said. It does our job for us. Like. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh. I got one last one. Uh, in 2021, Jesus Christ offered to contribute $250 million to a fund created for abuse claimants as part of a BSA b- bankruptcy proceedings. A bankruptcy judge rejected the settlement the following year, however, ruling it went too far in attempting to protect him from abuse claims that only were loosely connected to scouting activities. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> for me personally, this is going back to him talking – for me personally, that seems to put a very different perspective on things. <laughs> it Fucking sure right, does. it does. Oh my <laughs> god! Uh, wow. Yeah. Um, the Old Testament story of Uza, Uza, Uzzah. I don't know. Poor kid. Uh, is instructive. <laughs> David has been had just been anointed king of Israel and was transporting the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem. The Ark was the symbol of God's presence 
presence of his glory and majesty. When first given to Israel, the ark was placed in the Holy of Holies in the tabernacle, and only the high priest could approach it, and then only on the Day of the Atonement. When transporting the ark, the priests were required to use poles running through rings on the sides to carry it. Do you guys remember, like, getting lessons on that in the, like, seminary yeah. stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the holiest of holies inside, like, the tent in the back of, yeah. And then you have to, like, have a diagram and, like, all the, like, yeah. within, 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 and all, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Which I'm like, why don't they do that still? But, like, I don't know. Anyway. Well, they do. They have all those the vaults whole... in, like, the basements of the temples that we don't know about. Well, and they were always, like, talking about the, te- the temples in the Old Testament and how it's, like, um, how we have temples now, or modern temples, but then our temples, and then they, like, liken the two, and, like, they're totally different things, though. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Even as a Mormon, I was like, they're, they're not the same, though. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, we're not yeah. sacrificing sheep at the front of the Cardston Temple, as far as I know. Yeah, but I think maybe their reasoning is the Old Testament versus New Testament and everything done through Christ and everything. And that's why that's why we have the garments. But then also we don't have the garments. Like going back to that, Jesus didn't have garments. He had the nipple. <laughs> hanging out. The nipple. <laughs> He's wearing well, Jake's Google. favorite yeah. gym attire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as the art crossed... What's like a nature Nachon? I'm sorry, I don't. Nachon's we're gonna go Nachon. His threshing threshing floor. That sounds like <laughs> like pelvic floor. Like a, it sounds like a like a kinky thing too. Um, <laughs> as the art cross Nachon's threshing floor. Threshing just sounds like throbbing to me. Like or like, like thrashing. Thrashing. Anyway, something's happening. My foot is thrashing. As the ark crossed his floor, it became unstable, for the oxen shook it, and Uzzah, Uzzah? I don't... Uzzah. (laughs) (laughs) Uzzah put forth his hand to the ark of God to steady it. The punishment was swift and severe. God smote him there for his error, and there he died by the ark of God. What a loving God. Yeah. What an asshole. Like, oh, don't, I don't want this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The symbolism Since, for today. Oh, go ahead. It's, I'm just thinking of like Indiana Jones and like the Nazis' faces. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor Uza. Yeah. <laughs> the symbolism for today is obvious. Don't study the Ark. Only the Lord and those he appoints the First Presidency are allowed to study or lead the church. Only those who hold the keys are permitted to touch wow. the ark. Wow. Wow. Oh. Tell me Say, more. Don't make waves one more time, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Tell me more about how you're not a cult. Got it. Um, yeah. uh, in this life, we walk by faith, not by sight. In spite of our best efforts, we sometimes just see through glass, three, see through a glass darkly. It is confusing. But the Lord, who knows the end from the beginning, sees things differently than we do. As Isaiah said, uh, we don't care. Uh, we're going to skip that. <laughs> Sometimes we just don't know every reason and every rationale behind every point of doctrine or church policy. When this happens, we simply move forward in faith, trusting, hoping, believing. Wow. Uh, in due time, we know all things. Oh, you know, we're just – don't worry about that. We're going to know that in the future. Okay, we're going to – God will answer that. Yeah. 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 Uh, when, uh, don't ask questions. Don't ask questions. Exactly. That's the whole point of this: is don't ask questions. Just come to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep and paying pay your tithing. Your tithing. <laughs> yeah. 
In the meantime, we look to the First Presidency and the Twelve Apostles who lead his church for inspired guidance to counsel. Uh, one last, this, we'll just read this last little bit, and then I'm just, there's more to it, but it's just, oh, God, it goes on forever. Um, really, the main point I wanted to get was that part with the, you guys reading that quote, so. That was genius. <laughs> but this is kind of, it kind of goes back to his question. The question of why a church is an important issue to, issue to wrestle through. As the Savior taught in Luke 14, wherefore settle this in your hearts that you will do the things which I shall teach and command you. We have to get this settled deep in our hearts. Otherwise, we are at risk of being as children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the sight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Everyone else is evil. Yeah. They're all well, waiting to deceive you. It gives you that whole sense of, because, like, w- when we were members, like, you have this fear of people outside of mm-hmm. the Mormon church. Mm-hmm. You think that they're, they're all, going to deceive you and they're going to lead you away. Yeah. Uh, my dear brothers and sisters, this is the message. We need a church, and this church is literally his church. The Savior Jesus Christ and the Church of Jesus Christ are inseparably joined together, which we've, you know, found out. Uh, the Quorum of the Twelve and his First Presidency, who direct his church and actually speak in his name, and as, as the Savior taught Joseph Smith in the first section of the Doctrine and Covenants, whether by mine own voice or by the voice of my servants, it is the same. But only when we say, you know, only when yeah. he's speaking for God, not when he's speaking for man, and not uh, when about, um, blacks not getting the priesthood, and only when he's not talking about, like, um, transgender people not having, like, an actual identity. They just don't know what they're doing. They're supposed to identify as how, you know, the, ni- the binary, uh, you know. Yeah. That, that's when, you know, he's speaking. Uh, <laughs> they're really hammering at home that they're one and the same. They are the mouthpieces for God. Um, yeah. But yeah, then they conveniently, when something goes awry, they're like, oh, wait, he was just speaking as a man. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. How are we supposed to know? It's how they cover their ass, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it drives me crazy. If he's speaking for God, he's speaking for God all the time. And if he says something that's problematic, then you need to own up to the fact that your God is problematic. Yeah. End of. Exactly. Yep. Simple as that. Well, I'm like thinking of. Uh, Jeffrey Holland's talk about the, the musket fire and stuff mm-hmm. like was he but and I got the I always got this whole gaslighting thing of like no he's what he didn't mean it like that but like how do you, okay, mean, how do you mean it how do you mean it and if he didn't mean it like that then why hasn't he come out and said like oh I didn't mean it like that yeah and why has there been no it like that then why did he say it and yeah. why didn't yeah. God if he can talk you know if he is a mouthpiece for God why wouldn't God be like don't say it that way. Don't say it like that. Yeah. Gonna, if he struck I mean. down Uzu just touching the Ark of the Covenant, why did he just like, yo, Jeff, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not a bad choice of words. That's too yeah, spicy. right? <laughs> like, or it's Uzu. Just, yeah, it's just so. <laughs> I also think of Uzis, like the gun. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so contradictory that like something as simple as touching the ark, God's like, oh, oh, no, no. But he, but an apostle that completely obliterates any love and affection for an entire group of people, he's like, yes, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that sounds about right. Yeah. Preach, girl, preach. <laughs> yeah. yeah, God can show up to J Dog a whole bunch of times supposedly, but then yeah, after that cut off again, it's like, oh, conveniently. 
video like cameras were invented so now they're not seeing god as much anymore yeah <laughs> like how many of us totally thought that we would like meet christ in the temple because oh, totally I that's where he like, lives right right well, like i always i always thought that some great my grand great grandmother was going to speak to me. My son was going to tell me he was okay because that's like that's what they give to us. Like God speaks, right. the veil is thin, and it's and such they a... like tell you. I feel like I feel like I remember learning that um the prophets and apostles they would actually sit and like talk with Christ in yes, the I remember guys, learning like, that. Yeah, and I oh, yeah. feel like they like kind of backtracked and they're like, oh, we never said that, but they totally did. Yeah, and I. I was taught it like they were face to face. And so it's yeah. like, you would think he could make his message very clear to these yeah. if they're doing face to face conversations. But like, there's a special room in the Salt Lake Temple where they counsel with Christ. I was yeah. taught that, that like yeah, they same. sat and talked oh, yeah. to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that, can't get anything um, right. Even <laughs> with that. He mumbled a lot. Yeah, <laughs> he has ADHD. He goes from like point to point. It's very hard to follow him. <laughs> Representation. Um, Hi, me. Uh, Welcome to the chaos. Um, <laughs> well then, oh, so he's just talking to them in the temples, and he's just telling them, oh, you know what we really need? Like, yeah, we got COVID, but like, let's do a big rebrand. Let's like just like not. <laughs> Yeah. Call us Mormons, Mormons anymore. anymore. Yeah. Which is like members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. It's like, guys, Mormon has been getting a lot of attention for a hundred and some odd years, and I just feel like it's my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> I have been very quiet about this up until now, but I feel like COVID really they just mm, it just needs to be focused on me some more, you guys. How about instead of me curing COVID, why don't mm. you all do a worldwide fast? I think mm-hmm. that's a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And like re reset the type on the front of your Book of Mormons. I think that would really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, in this I time that. of fear. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah. We need a more calming font. You know. Like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, and that's mm-hmm. also let's change. Let's change the temple stuff. I've got to go back to that. Yeah. Change the temple stuff. The little slideshow. Instead yep. of like more a, pictures of me more pictures. again, more yeah. pictures of me. Yes, it's all about me. Yes. All about <laughs> me. My church. <laughs> uh. <laughs> wow. We're so going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> bottle service. Yeah, that's where the real bottle. Is. That's where real bottle service is and fun yeah. stuff. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With our smooth, our PK smoothies. PK <laughs> smoothies. We'll just be bumping uglies. It's fine. You know? <laughs> bumping smoothies. Bumping, bumping smoothies. <laughs> just a lot of friction. Just a lot of friction going on. Oh, God. <laughs> wow, that's a visual I needed today. Right? You're welcome. <laughs> I, feel like that's, I don't know if we could get any... Weirder. <laughs> Weirder than that. So I think we should just uh, thank you, Katie, for joining yeah, us. Me. Yeah, I loved it. Bring it on the smoothie. It was a wild ride. Yeah. 